You're listening to Happy Healthy Hormones with Dr. Chris. Are you tired of the short-term patch to your health problems? Is avoiding medications and surgeries important to you? If you answered yes, then your prayers have been answered. Dr. Chris has been helping people transform their health for over a decade. He's a world-renowned health expert who specializes in holistic health. He's a professional speaker, chiropractor, and international best-selling author. It's his mission to help you reach your full God-given potential through holistic health and healing. Get ready to be inspired and transformed. Here's your host, Dr. Chris. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode where disease takes a dive and people come to thrive. And today, we have the one and only baby whisperer, Dr. Jay Warren. He is a prenatal and pediatric chiropractor for the last 18 years. He is also the wellness care coordinator at the CAP Wellness Center in San Diego, California, where 90% of his practice is pregnant or postpartum women and babies under one year old. I mean, these people are on the cutting edge of helping mom and baby come into this world like they're supposed to and have just an amazing health during pregnancy, after pregnancy. And now Dr. J, he also serves as an instructor for the ICPA teaching a course called Prenatal Care Baby Centered Birth, which is going to be released here in June of 2019. And then Dr. J is also a host of a couple of really popular podcasts, Healthy Births, Happy Babies, where he interviews experts on perinatal care issues. And he's also the host of The Dadhood Journey, where he shares real-life lessons and practical tools to support new dads in navigating just that whole parenthood experience. It can be a shocker. And he, Dr. J also has an online program called Connecting with Baby, which guides pregnant women through processes to strengthen maternal bonding in utero so that she is more confident as a parent and better able to soothe and connect with the baby, which has some really huge consequences for baby later on in their development as well. So let's hear it from Dr. J. All right, everyone, and welcome to another episode. So we have what I like to coin him as the baby whisperer. I don't know if that's actually his nickname or not, if anyone's ever called you that, Dr. J. Uh, But he helps a lot of uh, pregnant moms and and babies and just helps them uh, live abundant lives. So Dr. J. Warren, welcome. Thank you for having me. It's, uh, It's great to be here. Absolutely. So does anyone ever call you the baby whisperer or am I the first one I've to been, coin I've that? I've called that in a joke a couple of times, right? Like doing <laughs> adjustments with babies and they calm down. Like, what did you just do? Like, teach me I can do that at two in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, yeah, I definitely did not mean that as a joke because, I mean, you you are no joke for sure. Uh, you're the real deal. And so I want to I wanted to bring you on here today because I really feel that health starts at a young age, obviously. It starts from the womb and it doesn't stop until we make it to the tomb. And so many people overlook taking care of themselves while they're pregnant or just taking care of their children at a young age. And we have all these things from, you know, wellness baby checks with the pediatrician to uh, wellness checks when their infants first getting their teeth. But so oftentimes there's this whole other component of holistic health that is overlooked. And so, Dr. J, uh, first off, man, can you just tell us your story of how you became a, a natural health practitioner and help? you just guide you towards that niche of the pregnant moms and and children? Yeah, well, interestingly, I thought I was going to be a pediatrician. (laughs) When I grew up, my mom was a nurse, and I spent a lot of time in the 
office with her. I mean, back in the day, I'm older. So like they actually had GPs back then where you had your kind of generally family practice. And I just love being a part of it. I'm sure I got VIP treatment because my mom was <laughs> working there. Mm. But so I grew up, if I wanted to help people in a healthcare setting, that meant I'd become a medical doctor. And I was fine with that then. I went did pre-med stuff and uh, college, and it was during my kind of journey there that I found out that I just didn't really resonate with the philosophy of medicine and wanted to do something different. And I had been going to a chiropractor um, throughout like my high school years. My mom had brought me there for like volleyball injuries and stuff because they used to play that. And um, I had a great experience with it, but I just didn't think that was going to be my route. And you know, long story short, I did choose to go to chiropractic school thinking I was going to do natural sports medicine. And it was a couple weeks into school that I learned about how the spine and nervous system control every function and how can we start off our kids well off in the, right from the get-go in life. And there was this whole realm of pediatrics that I could go into and prenatal care. And so I studied that and, you know, fast forward now, I've been in practice for 18 years and 90% of my practice is pregnant women and postpartum and then babies under a year. And it's, it's just an amazing thing to be able to do every day. Like when a parent hold, like hands their child to you, it's an honor. Yeah. It really is. And I'm a parent myself. So I know what that's like to hand over your kid to a relative stranger. So I just respect and honor that and being in the space of, okay, we're going to help your baby heal as naturally as possible. And we can talk about like, you know, the problems that birth can happen with them, but, um, babies heal so quick. It's so amazing to see them recover from things that would take us adults weeks and months to get over. Babies can do it so quick. And, uh, it's all because we can help restore normal function to their body. That's amazing. You know, and now did you have children at the time that, that helped you gravitate towards this niche of practice or was it just kind of one of those things where just life led you there? No, life led me there, but it honestly, it amped up a lot with, with the birth of my son. Yeah. <laughs> Quite literally, the office I'm in right now, I work in a prenatal wellness center here in San Diego where we're all things baby. You know, we teach birth education classes and breastfeeding classes. We have lactation consultants and an acupuncturist, massage therapist, myself, the Cairo. It's all, it's all about babies, but it came about because my son was born five years ago and we did a home birth. Uh, our midwife and doula and the OB that we consulted with in case if we had to do a hospital transfer, mm -hmm. the, um, they concepted this place after my son was born. And then it was through that contact that then they approached me to be a part of it. So my previous practice for years was maybe 25% pregnancy in kids. And I had a general family practice, like helping, as you said, at the, the top of this, like womb to tomb, you know, I had mm. babies, I had grandparents. Now with uh, this prenatal wellness center, me focusing in on it, it's it's almost all um, babies and, and pregnancy. There's some grandparents that come in. I don't, I'll let them through the door, but <laughs> the, my specialty is definitely the uh, um, pregnancy, prenatal care, and pediatrics. Well, you, you see all types of women coming into your practice and the struggles that they face in pregnancy because today there's so much that they have to deal with. And a lot of times mothers want to make these natural choices for their children and they're just kind of ostracized and made to feel like a bad mom or a bad parent for wanting to do things holistically or naturally as opposed to just you know going down the road of a, a hospital and everything that goes along with that so what are some of the biggest struggles that you find that women are facing with pregnancy today well you hit the nail on the head I mean really the, I would say the most 
the biggest challenge women have is like there's so much information out there and trying to weed through what's what's reputable for one for one and then two really figuring out like what resonates with them as a mom to be and with dad for parents to be of like how do we want to bring our kid into the world and then you know take care of them healthcare wise on the other side and as you said like going a more natural route even though it's safer, it can be just as effective or maybe even more effective than the medical route. And medicine definitely has its place. Um, it just seems to be so um, negligent. You know, moms are perceived to be like, what do you mean you're not going to do that? Like, don't you care about your baby? And really, you can strongly stand in the position of like, no, I do really care about them. That's why I'm going this more natural route. And that's why I bring up that my son was born at home. A lot of people think that's just renegade, you know, but mm. the research shows having a midwife, doing home birth, having a doula present at the birth, all are very, very safe and often have much better birth outcomes rather than all of the interventions that can happen in a hospital setting. Maybe not because they aren't necessary, and sometimes interventions are necessary, but all too often when you're in that setting, they start coming harder and faster because that's just what you do. And then women get derailed on the birth that they wanted to have um, because they're kind of caught up in the medical model and the, the doctors making decisions rather than the mom making decisions and feeling what's natural for them and can make the birth go a little more sideways. Well, and how long has it really been that the norm, so to speak, and in, in at least in our culture, has been that, okay, you go to the hospital, once you get pregnant and you go to have that baby, you go to the hospital. Like that's a relatively new thing, like, well, the last less hundred years or less? Less than a hundred years, yeah. I mean, my, birth is the most natural thing in the world, right? Mm -hmm. If it wasn't safe and natural and what should happen, our species wouldn't be here anymore, right? Right, we rapidly re replicated our, our population yeah. way before the, the advent of babies in hospitals. And the argument is that, well, because of our medical technology advances, birth is safer now, and we don't have to have births like in caves or in cabins or whatever the story is from years ago. Mm -hmm. And that's just not true. Like the science isn't showing that that's true. Like we're the U.S. is the most medicalized. Um, birthing country where you have tons available medicine wise, but we are not number one as far as infant mortality and um, mother mortality with birth. Like it's, it's dangerous to birth in the United States compared to other developed countries. So, and it has to do with this over medicalized, like intervening too quickly and the complications that come of it. Now, let me just say like it, it's not that interventions aren't necessary. Sometimes a home birth doesn't go well. We need to transfer and C-sections are necessary. It's just not nearly as often. So I always kind of start with that story of like a home birth because it kind of sets the tone of like, wow, you made that decision to at home. Like, and some people think, oh, you're crazy. <laughs> but <laughs> if we walk through it and have a rational discussion about it, I can show that it is indeed safe as long as everything's checked. And a birth at home can be just an amazing experience and a very healthy experience for mom and baby. That's awesome. Because, yeah, I've heard, like, some of the numbers, like, America ranks, like, 68th in the world for infant mortality. And I'm like, geez, like, that's ridiculous. So what, uh, what is it so important for both mom and baby to have chiropractic care during and after pregnancy? 
Yeah, well, during, or during pregnancy, it's so important to have the pelvis aligned properly. Because if you imagine the pelvic bowl, and right now if you could see me, I'm holding my hands up in a bowl, mm -hmm. that the baby needs to like wiggle and squirm and turn head down and get into the proper position. One, that helps during the pregnancy for baby to um, grow and develop naturally. The baby's movements and squirming is all how the baby the musculature is strengthening, it's firing information up to the brain for its, um, for its normal development. But, he, but more so for the birth, if the babies can't get into the proper birth position, it's going to make that birth more difficult. So by getting the pelvis aligned through these gentle adjustments, it allows the pelvic bowl to be in the proper place so baby can get in the right position. But then two, if you imagine the birth canal, and that's coming through the as the baby's coming through the pelvis. If you imagine that, I'm holding my hands up in front of me too. That if you want it as big and as round as symmetrical as possible, right? Mm -hmm. If the pelvis is misaligned, it makes it more football shaped, and that's harder to push a baby through, if not impossible. So what the chiropractor does with uh, Webster technique and other gentle pregnancy techniques, it keeps the pelvis aligned so that not only do you have a like a basketball hoop, like big round symmetrical, you can have a hula hoop of a nice flexible pelvis that's supposed to expand for the baby to come through. The other thing I talk about um, for women too about labor is, has to do with the uterus itself. Now the uterus is a muscular organ, right? Mm -hmm. It's in their body to grow babies and birth babies. That's its job. And the nerve supply to the uterus, so those contractions are nice and strong and efficient, come from the lumbar spine. So if the pelvis is misaligned, it can irritate the nerves going directly to the uterus, and you're not going to have the same range of contractibility. So that's why our studies have shown that women under regular chiropractic care are having quicker labors, less pain, better birth outcomes on the other side, and better recovery because their bodies in alignment, it's balanced, it's functioning optimally, and it can do the job that it's designed to do, which is to birth the baby safely. And that's also going to allow the baby to come through the other side safely because it's not being forced through a misaligned pelvis. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. No, it's so key because, I mean, every time I, I have pregnant moms, they always, you're right, they always have better outcomes. Babies are healthier. Mm -hmm. They have less complications. And uh, I mean, I think every goal of probably every woman that I've ever come in contact with is their main goal after pregnancy is to get back into that pre-baby shape. Do you right. get that a lot? Yeah. Yes. And, it's a big pressure for women to do that. And it's just so much easier when, hey, it's like, hey, take your time to recover, but it's just an easier, faster recovery. Right. I mean, one thing is you're not going to be as depleted going into postpartum if your body's working well throughout the pregnancy, and that means birth goes better. So you're starting a leg up rather than being depleted for so long. I definitely do a lot of education that, like, all right, at the six-week mark, when typically OBs clear you to do exercise, is still really early. And if you can invest another couple of weeks or another month into doing forceful exercise, you're going to invest that in your health later on down the line, especially if you want to have other kids. But that, that ability to have the body recover that much more quickly in postpartum care also means that if anything is misaligned or is depleted in the system from the birth, we can check these mamas afterwards and get them back up to speed that much quicker um, with adjustments so that they can not only get you know their body back and 
and that during the um, first couple months, but and also be more comfortable, sleep better, be more available for the baby with all the changes that happens becoming a new parent. It's stressful. And the better your body's working, the better you're going to be able to be as a parent. No, absolutely. Now, speaking of stressful, obviously the whole process can be stressful or can be very enjoyable. So what else do you recommend uh, pregnant women do during pregnancy to ensure the healthiest experience? Well, it's all about throttling down. I mean, it's a hard job to do. I mean, where our culture is so go, 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 do, do, do. And really, especially in the third trimester, it's a really a time to slow down to not exercise nearly as much as women think, either because they need to be, quote, fit for the birth or they don't want to lose any of their fitness so that, you know, they can get their body back on the other side. But you know, working all the way up through like the 39th week thinking, okay, I'll go on maternity leave like as soon as my water breaks, you know, and still trying to do the same pace. I mean, you're growing a human being inside your body, you know, as well as trying to do all the normal stuff um, by your job and maybe other kids and around the house. It's, it's just depleting your system. So a large part of my other work besides doing chiropractic work with the pregnant woman I work with is talking with them about this, like slow down, um, rejuvenate yourself, don't try to do too much, um, but then also kind of give them permission to do that because, as I was saying, like in a go-go-go culture, if you like slow down, if people perceive you're like either you're weak or you're giving up. And neither one needs to be the case. Be the case. It's more so. All right, I'm taking really good care of myself and this baby and my family by by doing less, which is sometimes uh, not always logical to them. So you're saying still like maybe throttle back. You're not saying necessarily don't work out or don't still exercise. Just maybe not to the same intensity if you were the CrossFit go getter before. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, like yeah. CrossFit runners is the hardest population to have them throttle back on. It doesn't mean you're not exercising, but it means you're walking rather than running. And if, with CrossFit, like you're doing it less intensively because I've seen a lot of um, problems women have had with super tight pelvic floors, either if they're runners throughout their third trimester or crossfitters because i mean with ballistic exercise jumping up and down and you know women that are still doing like box squats because they can and uh, you know like doing mm -hmm. or box jumps and wall balls all that stuff like it tightens the pelvic floor that maybe their body's really fit for birth and their pelvis might be aligned but if the pelvic floor is so tight from all of that ballistic exercise there's been a couple of that had to have c-sections because the pelvic floor just wouldn't open up because it was really tight. So throttling mm. down, meaning like the intensity of it going, not the frequency, you can do the same thing, but you know, for a runner to go walk, it doesn't feel like exercise. So mm -hmm. that can definitely be a challenge. Absolutely. And how about nutrition? Like what are maybe like the top one or two, maybe even three things that just nutritionally wise, do they need to be having the, the prenatal vitamins or is that really that important or like kind of quality or like just what are like three things you would say, hey, if you could do these three things nutritionally for you, for your baby, what would they be? Yeah, first and foremost is hydration. It's so important to be properly hydrated throughout pregnancy, like a lot of headaches and cramping and discomforts that show up in the third trimester really come from chronic hydration so, or dehydration, I should say. So drinking tons of water is key. 
Secondly, the prenatal vitamins, they're absolutely essential. Uh, I don't know many pregnant women that I work with that aren't taking a prenatal vitamin mm-hmm. of, of some kind. And the thought of the prenatal vitamin is that you're taking it so baby's not depleted. And that's only partially true. Really, biologically, your baby's getting everything the body needs to, the baby needs to grow and develop properly. The only way a baby becomes deficient is if mom's deficient. So we want to make sure like nutrition is proper so that mom's one, not deficient, but two, replacing the nutrients that's going to our baby. So it's almost like you're taking the prenatal vitamin to replenish the woman's stores rather than it being going directly to the baby. But because you're growing a human being, you, you have a lot more that you need to put into your body. And and women definitely, I, I, as I said before, like I don't know many women that aren't taking a prenatal vitamin of some kind. Um, the last thing nutritionally I would say is to like really be attentive and up the protein content. Um, if a woman's not eating enough protein, there can be some problems with either blood sugar handling issues leading into gestational diabetes or just feeling more depleted because, again, you're growing a human being. And um, if the hydration is dialed in, nutrition is dialed in in a micro and macronutrient sense, then making sure protein is um, increased can make a big change as well. That's awesome. And now kind of going back even one step further, what should a woman do that's trying to conceive or thinking about trying to conceive, um, start doing now to prepare their body to make sure they are the most fertile and most ready to, to have that child? Right. Well, I mean, in general, the healthier you are at the moment of conception, the better it bodes, one for the pregnancy and also for the baby. We know a lot of information about epigenetics and how it isn't just the sperm and the egg coming together that dictates the DNA of the baby. Like the sperm and the egg, like bring that together, but there's so many environmental influences that can turn on and turn off genetic expression. So it's really important for dad and baby or sorry, and mama, to be as healthy as possible going in. But in a fertility sense, making sure if a woman's having challenges with fertility, the two things that I've seen make huge differences, one, like looking at the hormone um, components of things, and that can either be done with an OB with hormone panels. Uh, Some of the fertility specialists that I send a lot of people to are actually acupuncturists and they're balancing the body with the acupuncture as well as looking at like temperatures um, and finding out when you're ovulating so you can optimize um, conception that way. But then also chiropractically, as people know, like we're working with the nervous system and balancing that system through spinal adjustments is going to allow the hormone fluxes that need to happen in a monthly cycle to be optimized for conception to happen as well. So going in and, I mean, we love having those fertility, quote, fertility patients that are doing acupuncture with our acupuncturists and seeing me for adjustments, then coming in and be like, I'm pregnant, like we can take the prenatal care now, you know, and having successes like that is just just really special. Yeah, it's got to be an awesome feeling to know you just help with that process going along the way and just, yeah, I mean, that's helping bring that miracle into the world. Now, with that said, I wanted to talk to you because I know we've only got a few minutes left, but I really want to talk to you a little bit about what's going on with your Connecting with Baby course and what, what is that all about? Well, it's a prenatal bonding um, course that I've put online to teach moms these prenatal bonding processes that have 
been shown to have amazing results. So I've done a lot of studies, um, studying and training with an association called the Association of Pre and Perinatal Psychology and Health. So they're looking at how the womb experience is really shaping this human being coming into the world beyond just genetics. And so we have these issues of birth imprints and like how the birth goes or experiences that a mom has even during the pregnancy can imprint on the kiddo and have behavioral issues and even belief system issues on the other side. But oh. I don't even go into that with a course. The, the prenatal bonding techniques, which is connecting with baby on a daily basis, these guided meditations that I've written and learned from it are showing to have amazing pregnancy and birth results in that you know, there's a study, it's called the Rafi study about teaching the, I think there were 2,000 women in this um, study that they taught, they were taught these prenatal bonding techniques and then they looked at them afterwards and they showed they had much less anxiety and pain during labor, the moms did. There was less, less effort in birth and fewer complications, decreased interventions, decreased cesarean rates, lower rates of premature um, births, all these amazing results that you wouldn't expect. But even on the other side, these moms were saying that the babies were having, while they had less sleep during daytime, they had longer and deeper sleep at night. Mm. So these babies are sleeping more. And that means mom's sleeping more. And it means dad's sleeping more too. I think if anyone's listening right now, that their parent, like they're sold on your course. Like, <laughs> I mean, if you just get more sleep at night right there, hey, sold right it's a bunch of videos that teach a lot of the um processes and how to do them um but then also the guided meditations so that you know you have your prenatal appointments you're reading your baby books doing all these things but it's a time to kind of tap in and um just bond and connect with baby so that birth can go better and then you're more bonded on the other side so not only is baby sleeping better on their own because it was a more peaceful birth but if you're connected and you're more bonded with your baby you're going to feel more confident and be able to soothe your baby that much more on the other side so i mean all newborns they cry intermittent sleep is really difficult and as a new parent, you feel stressed. Like, am I going to be able to get this baby to like calm down? And if you feel more confident because you're bonded, that's going to happen that much more. And that is just a gift for one, for uh, mama, but then also for the baby too, to be able to, you know, just calm and quiet and have that transition to the other side, going from the womb to the side. It's an abrupt change and Absolutely. everyone can ease to it better. Everybody's going to be healthier. Absolutely. And so where could they go to find that? course well it's on my website um which is drjwarren.com and if you go to drjwarren.com slash cwb which is uh connecting with baby you can learn about it i also have a free guide that i put together if you go to that same website slash 40 ways um four zero ways it's a, a little ebook about 40 ways you can connect with your baby that you can just do on your own and it's a really fun guide that um, women have been having a lot of fun with and connecting to so you can download that for free as well that's awesome so we'll make sure we put that on the show notes and everything and you guys will be able to go to the website there and you listeners to grab that and uh, yeah, i definitely check out dr j stuff there uh, if you want a smoother pregnancy you want an easier birth you want a healthier baby um, and your sanity, uh, then he's definitely your man for that. So, hey, Dr. J, I know we're out of time. I appreciate you being on here today. And, uh, man, we could have talked literally probably hours more. Um, and I had a bunch more questions I wanted to ask you. But, hey, what does maybe have to come back around to at some point? I'd love to, Dr. Kiss. Thank you for having me. 
Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed today's episode. Please help more people in reaching their fullest potential and rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. For show notes and other free resources we mentioned today, go to newedgewellness.com.